0: sean rima nine till eleven news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071
1: all right seven minutes after nine on news talk 550 ktsa fm 1071 i'm sean hi welcome to my dumb little show i don't know it's one of those days where i'm not really sure where to begin there's so much so i'm going to begin with uh, ron desantis I mean, this is just getting better and better and better, and uh, uh, listening to folks in these sanctuary cities losing their minds when the migrants show up. Ron DeSantis. Now, now Biden has been flying in illegal aliens to Florida since this whole thing began. Uh, because obviously the whole point of having an open border is to accomplish What? You, you want to flip red states, right? It's the only really a, a logical explanation as to why you're willing to allow all this human carnage to roll across the border, whether it's people uh, drowning and babies drowning in the Rio Grande or it's people dying from fentanyl or people uh, ending up enslaved by the cartels on this side of the border, sex trafficking. Okay, it's, it's got to be a reason for it, right? It's political, as we've been saying, uh, all of us, uh, uh, Trey and Jack and myself, we all, we've all been saying this since the beginning. It's about politics. And so, Florida, they, they hate Ron DeSantis, and they hate uh, the the fact that Florida is a red state. So, what do they do? They start flying in these people to Florida. They don't tell anybody. They don't ask anybody's permission. Just where they go. And so... Ron DeSantis, uh, the oh, okay. Now there is an interesting wrinkle to this story that I didn't even pick up on, which I, I'll I'll tell you about in a second. But so what does DeSantis do? You know, at first he had thought he was going to send them to Delaware, because that's where Biden's from. But what does he do instead? He sends them to Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> which is hilarious. Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts, this is one of the snootiest, snobbiest, wealthiest, elitist places on freaking planet Earth. And he sends them some some smelly little people. But then, uh, you know, and I just didn't make this connection. And so I'm kind of laughing. You know, maybe they'll crap on Obama's front yard. That'd be kind of funny, you know. <laughs> but Trey pointed something out that I, I had, I honestly hadn't picked up on until he said it why did he choose martha's vineyard over delaware why why not wilmington why why not make it well because you're making a different kind of a statement if you send them to martha's vineyard where obama has a million dollar mansion on the beach there despite that the seas are going to rise you know well why would you do well because maybe ron knows as many of us suspect that joe biden ain't really running stuff right now Obama is still running stuff right now. That we are actually in the third term of Barack Obama. And that the message that DeSantis sends is, I know. (laughs) That's kind of clever. That takes it to a whole new... For me, I thought he was just being cheeky. But now it makes much more sense if you honestly believe, or maybe from his perspective, he actually knows that Obama is the one uh, truly running the show. And, uh, and re- remember, Obama said to Joe very early, Joe, you don't have to do this. Remember that? Like, do what, man? I've, I've always said, or I've, I believe, that w- w- what happened here, frankly... Is that you have a a narcissist like Joe Biden who's who's spent his entire existence on planet Earth trying to get into the Oval Office. All the man wanted and all he's ever wanted since he was a senator was to be president of the United States. And oh, if the FBI's listening, I also believe that they stole that election and that they tried to steal the election of 2016. It just didn't work out for him. I think they went to Joe Biden and said, you know what? We'll make you a deal, we'll make you president. You'll get everything you've ever wanted, but sweetheart, you got to do everything we tell you to do. And I think Obama is probably the one pulling the strings, and that's and that when Trey said that the clouds parted, and that's why Ron DeSantis sent those uh, airplanes to to Martha's Vineyard. Apart from being extraordinarily funny, which it is, because you know, James, right? All these all these rich a holes in Martha's Vineyard are like. Oh, I didn't know it was bloody long day. (laughs) Doors are locked. Doors, lock the doors.
2: (laughs) Doors are locked. Do we have a police department? Call them up. Oh, I'm sure the Martha's Vineyard police department's really stout.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. They ain't donut eating, they're caviar eating. All they do is noise complaints. (laughs) Noise (laughs) complaints. Ah, yes, could you turn the Bon Jovi down? We've had some complaints.
2: That uh, James Taylor's too loud. Well, James
1: Taylor's a little too loud there. Hey, you were playing some air supply a little high last night. You know, could you kind of tap it down a bit? Maybe pick up the uh the Heineken bottles. You know? Whew, these are strange times. And I we we, we I want to get to uh, we're gonna get to uh, uh Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci. I didn't even know this went on yesterday. We were you know, with everything that's going on, we've been kind of busy. Uh, But we'll tell you about uh, Rand Paul and and pretty much owning uh, Dr. Fauci once again. And uh, Hunter Biden is a scumbag. I know that's not uh, news to you, but I'll explain why he's a scumbag coming up. Uh, Back and forth about this rail strike thing. Uh, Biden and Nancy Pelosi are doing a victory dance uh, claiming that Joe Biden was able to get the money for the rail union so the strike won't happen, a pay increase, uh, and, and retro pay of some kind or what have you, because the, 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 the threat is that if the railways shut down, it affects everything. Okay, the farmers don't have the silos or the storage space for the grain. It's got to move. Uh, coal has got to move. Our coal plants do not have the space to, to hold that much crude and that, and that much coal, so it affects the energy industry. Uh, it affects the food uh, or food supply. It affects automobiles uh, being available. Uh, pretty much if the rail st- railways stop, it affects every part of our lives. and uh, we're being told that Joe Biden somehow came up with the money to to avoid this thing. Well, we got a, Trey got a, a message from a guy who works for the train industry, he's a, he's, a, he's an engineer of some kind, and said, what you're hearing is absolutely not true. First off, we haven't yet voted on the deal, so the strike has not yet been avoided. And Biden didn't provide any of that money. That money is actually coming from inside the railway industry, uh, as far as back pay and stuff like that. So once again, a lot of what you're hearing today is a bunch of bull crap. <laughs> you know and I, I think someday i'll actually be shocked by the truth again you know what i mean but the the bull crap I, I you know it's just piling up what's that old line from apocalypse now the bull crap is piling up so high here you need wings to keep above it above it you know it's the river of bull crap. and uh I, I got i do want to pick back up on the mike lindell thing cuz that i i got really angry I did some ranting on facebook about that last night i just you know i i i, I and i spent some time thinking about it and again the phone lines are open 210-599-5555 you know for me it, really this is an assault on free speech okay it's really not about lindell being shaken down by the uh, by the uh, by the fbi at a freaking Hardee's. Uh, and i believe the podcast is available on on the on the so we had him on the air or Trey had him on the air earlier Um, it's, it's just like Mar-a-Lago isn't really about Donald Trump. You know what? It's, it's about you and me. It's about intimidation. Mike Lindell didn't do anything wrong or illegal. Mike Lindell has some opinions that I guess the man doesn't like. And so they hassled him and took his phone. That's an assault on free speech. And, you know, my whole life is about my ability to freely speak. My entire existence has been about that. Whether it's talking on the radio or it's writing my books, you know, that's my passion in life is expressing myself. And that is under assault right now in this country. And they're using the FBI and they're using various agencies of the government to intimidate people into silence, to frighten people into shutting their mouths, Possibly voting a, a way they wouldn't vote and And you know what? It's damned insulting. It really is. You and I are not domestic terrorists. You and I are not violent. You and I are are not a threat to anyone. We are Americans. It's all we are. We're Americans. And I said on my post last night, you know, better and more courageous people than me have spilled their blood. So that I can sit here on my ass and express myself. So you can have a conversation with your friends or family. So you can write an article about whatever you want to write an article about, or make a movie about whatever you want to make a movie about, or compose a song about whatever you want to compose a song about, or just speak your mind. And these SOBs are attacking it. They don't like it, they want it to go away. They, they they don't like you little people and you rubes having as much freedom as you do, and it's under assault. And that's what the Mike Lindell story is all about, and it pisses me off. So you know what? I, I, I'm, Trey and I were talking about this off the air. We're probably not big enough fish to uh, warrant the ire of the FBI, but go ahead, man. I don't give a crap. <laughs> you want my phone? Come and get my phone. You don't like what I'm saying right now? I don't care people have to start saying that they have to start saying you know what no, enough's enough and i'm not talking about revolution i'm not talking about violence i'm saying all right go ahead do whatever you're going to do i'm not going to shut up i'm not going to stop si- speaking my mind i'm not going to stop i'm not going to change my way of thinking for you i'm not going to say what you want me to say so bring it on cuz you know what it is it's the socratic paradigm you know it, you're really there uh, if you know your your, your Plato, that uh, uh, Socrates was a philosopher. Basically, his whole life was ha- about having conversations with people. They said, you know what? They arrested him for screwing with the youth, uh, and and he they gave him an option. They said, you know what? You can we'll let you out of this jail. You you can go back to living your life. You can go back to your wife and and your and and, and but you can't do any philosophy anymore. You have to shut up. And if you're not willing to do that, you've got to drink this poison, and your life is over. What do you think he chose? <laughs> chose the, the hemlock. Uh, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA.
0: San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
1: <laughs> news Talk 550 KTSA. FM 1071, I'm Sean. I just saw Don Morgan's post from this morning. You had raccoons in your driveway. I'm sorry I got you the bad time. He's James, he's always doing that his job thing. You know, doing he had news. a bunch of little trash pandas running around. He had a bunch of raccoons. A right. group of three. I hate raccoons. I hate them. I despise raccoons. They what? should all die. Why? No, they don't. We don't want they're them all badgers, all man. They'll rip your face off. I get so dude. Yes, they not do. They You've never been attacked you. by a raccoon, man. What were, raccoon what, were raccoon
3: what were you doing to make the raccoon mad? Nothing. Oh, get out of here. They I will failed. rip you your. Will... They are badgers. They will rip your face no, off, man. James, here's what happened. Back. Okay. This is probably like 1987 or eight. A twenty-year-old Ryma, drunk off his ass, decides he's going to go poke at a raccoon. No, I wasn't poking at a raccoon. At him, lunges ah. at him and tries to rip his face off like no, a scab. No, 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 no. no that's exactly no, what, no, happened. No, no, what happened. No, here's what happened.
1: No, he was in Colorado. Mm-hmm. First off, when I was five, if a raccoon is after you, he'll chase your ass, and he won't. I was when I was five, I was chased by a raccoon for three nah, blocks. One
3: of those Maryland raccoons.
1: sissy. Listen, no, sissy. Okay, look, in Colorado. In my neighborhood in Castle Rock, Colorado, okay, right. We had an old hermit that lived in my just down the street from me, and he would leave dog food out for the raccoons. Mm-hmm. The raccoons got the got to be the size of panthers. They were huge. <laughs> yes, panthers. They were huge. No, seriously, dude. These were big <laughs> ass street thug raccoons okay they
2: were hanging out of, they were hanging
1: out of pool walls yeah, smoking would, cigarettes no, and i would i would no. and <laughs> ms 13 oh, yeah. dude, raccoons dude, there was like dude there was like about nine of them oh, all right man. and they had babies and i'm telling you i would house sit for the hermit when he would go out of town mm-hmm. and and i wouldn't i'd forget to put that food out those raccoons would show up if i'd have gone out there they'd have freaking killed me man a raccoon will rip your face off, man. No, they, won't. they are freaking badgers. Well, next time the little panda s's show up, you pick one up and start petting on it. See what happens well, to you. They run away when you approach them. They're, that they're little ones. Okay, I'm talking that ra- a raccoon will kill your ass, man. The size of panthers. Man. I got yeah. trapped in this hermit's house once. I'm serious. You couldn't outsmart the raccoons, dude. There was too
2: many of them. They would have killed me.
1: They, the one stood up. I, I was standing on the side of a glass door, and one stood up on his feet and was almost up to my face. <laughs> I had to have my daughter's mom come out with a two by four. <laughs> Not a joke. <laughs> not a joke.
2: Guinness World Record raccoons Dude, in Colorado. I,
1: they were gonna kill me. She had to come out and, and hit the street with this two by four, so they went off.
2: You're the AOC and the I raccoons. I couldn't
1: leave the house. The raccoons are the insurgents and Do you're it. AOC? Raccoons will kill you. No, <laughs> raccoons will kill you. They will kill you, man. <laughs> I had raccoons in my roof space in in Colorado. And you have never heard a sound so sick and disturbing as a raccoon feeding on a squirrel. <laughs> I can't unhear it. They'll kill you. I used, take, I used to take my kids' hippie hop and hit the ceiling to get them to shut up. Raccoons will kill you, man. They will chase your ass and kill you. Uh,
2: Don, and people think they're so cute. Don yeah. Morgan, I'm so lucky and glad oh, that you're alive.
1: God. God has blessed you with oh, an escape right. from those terroristic raccoons. They're, they will kill you. A well, raccoon will. A raccoon, raccoons are not friendly critter, critters. They'll yeah. kill you, man. God bless me with the ability to outrun a raccoon. You can't. Un- yeah. You wait till you piss one off, pal. <laughs> well, you know, that's the, whole, he'll, he'll, that's he'll the outrun secret. You out.
3: Don't do anything to make them mad. But I didn't do
1: anything except <laughs> you didn't feed them. That's why I, I was feeding an
3: old
2: man's cats. <laughs> like the raccoons are like, just do what we
1: ask and we won't mess you up. Right. You th- you laugh, but if I'd have gone out there, they'd have, they'd have swarmed me and no, killed me. No, they wouldn't have yes, they would. You. Yes, no. they're badgers.
3: They're not going to they're hurt They're
1: badgers. They're like land piranhas. Would you, would, you hu- would you hug a badger? No, you'd sure. rip your face off. So no. would a raccoon. It's a badger. Fight me! Come on, somebody call me up and tell me I'm right. There are people who have raccoons as pets. Well, they're idiots because they'll kill them. <laughs> they're not going to kill them. It's like that chick who had that pet chimpanzee and he ripped her face well, off. Okay, the uh, raccoons difference. will do the same damn thing. Yeah,
2: you know the chimpanzees have like
1: opposable. Raccoons stuff. have opposable <laughs> stuff too <laughs> and with claws, and they'll kill you. They have very sharp teeth. Raccoons will kill you, man. All oh, right. No. 210-599. You are such a baby. What the hell? Not, no. The if raccoons are been, been there, there to kill you. If you'd have been there, you, you, would, you, would, you, you would,
2: would take back yeah, those words. You wouldn't sleep at night, Don. Right? Well, you I, know, the raccoons
3: not, will if, kill you. I'm not the type of person that's going to antagonize a raccoon. I didn't either. antagonize them, you man. You didn't I,
1: feed them. You're not supposed to feed them. Well, that's your, why your they keep coming was, back. Your hobo friend was feeding that's them. That's why they got so freaking big, man. I could have put saddles on those damn raccoons. Uncle Sean's
3: raccoon riding. Race. I gotta
1: take a break. <laughs> My BP's up again. All right? <laughs> I have nightmares about raccoons. They'll kill you. 210 599 5585. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA.
0: Celebrating 100 years of service.
4: 55 KTSA. Somewhere in the black mining hills of Dakota there lived a young boy named Rocky Raccoon.
1: And they'll kill you and drink your blood. Funny, James. Very funny. Raccoons will kill you and drink your blood. News Talk 550 KTSA. Don Morgan had some raccoons in his driveway this morning. He's like a lot of people he thinks are cute and like little cuddly critters, but they're badgers and they'll kill you. (laughs) I'm sorry. They were... And I heard what you said to him, James. I know what you said. I know what part of the part of the body you called me to, Don Morgan. Mm-hmm. Neither of you have ever been attacked by a horde of raccoons. Kathy, how are you?
5: Hi. Hi. I was. <laughs> I was. I was going to tell you, I, I bought a live cage, a, a big one, uh, because we were overrun with girl cats. But I was catching other things, too. So I live in New Braunfels, and I live in the city limits. But uh, I caught three raccoons.
1: Did you kill so them?
5: I caught. I didn't do any. No, I don't kill things.
1: I'd kill a uh, raccoon if I had to. Well, and then eat his heart. I didn't,
5: I, I didn't have to. I called uh, animal control, and they came and got it. And they told me, and they had gloves on. It looked like they were going to catch a python or something. I don't because know.
1: raccoons are dangerous animals. I know that, and they. Don Morgan shaking that his guy. head. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. They'll kill you. All right, thank okay, you for the I, I'm sorry. All right, you guys, I'll tell you what. Next time you encounter a raccoon in your driveway or James in your neck of the woods, you know, you pick it up and see how it treats you. You pick it up and give it a nice snuggle, and see what happens to you. I'm just telling you. They're vicious, no. vicious animals. No,
3: you can you can train them uh, to be domesticated.
1: Well, you can train you know anything from. Well, we can't little, we
3: can't train you. No. I refuse to be trained. Well, so there you go. So <laughs> you're kind of you know raccoonish yourself.
1: I'm just. You go ahead and pick one up and see what happens to you. That's all I'm saying.
3: Raccoons are very clean. They're compulsive hand
1: washers. Yeah, well, they need, their claws clean. they need their claws nice and clean so they can sink them into your skin no. when they're killing you. All right, Uh 599 5555. 210
3: Your wife is sticking it to you as well. Well, She's I, oh, surprise, of surprise. Cute little raccoons.
1: <laughs> Raccoon shows up in the backyard. Who do you think's got to go out and deal with it? She is. She wouldn't deal with it. Oh, yeah, she would. Oh, I wouldn't let her. They're dangerous. I'll go out and kill it. She'll say, stand back. No, I'll go out there. It's done. And, and my wife will pull what, like my wife will pull a switchblade. Why? Cuz she's Mexican. Just pull a switchblade to kill a raccoon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we all we all
3: carry switchblades. It's of course. very well known. First you get the chunkle warning. get the, get the chunkle warning shot, <laughs> then
1: I think we had to get all the raccoons, you know, and just I don't know, ship them to Delaware. You know what I mean? I, I hate raccoons. They're dangerous little animals. Okay, Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine. Such a big baby! I am not a you, you. You've never been attacked by raccoons. No, I can't say I ever. I have. have. I have been a ra- I have been swarmed by raccoons, assaulted. Assault. They will kill you. All right, two one zero. I mean, I've
3: been attacked by a, a poodle. Um, oh, I'm the
1: baby. You've yeah. been attacked by a poodle. Oh, I
3: didn't run from it. I can tell you that right now. Wait, well, <laughs> a poodle. Let's see a ferret. Well, ferrets are mean yeah. too. That was kind, that was actually kind of fun. It's
1: just a long rat. Hey,
3: the ferret—it hey, was hard to catch. Well, yeah, they're but fast. Somebody's boyfriend. <laughs> then,
1: um... They'll kill you too. You <laughs> tried, right. tried like hell. I guess so. <laughs> I bet. Uh, all right, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Don't listen to what I'm saying. Do not try to pick up a raccoon. I don't want that on my conscience. Um, We've we, we, we done a half hour on raccoons. When we get back, uh, what am I going to talk about when we get back? Um, oh, let's do the, uh, the uh, uh, Dr. Fauci, Rand Paul stuff. That's coming up next on News Talk 550 KTSA.
2: This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com.
1: And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. And Sean, hi. Um, well, we had uh, another round with uh, Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci. And uh, we're, we'll play some audio here in a second. But um, Trey and I ended up talking about this on where and Rhyma. Uh, you know, I, I believe that Fauci is guilty of crimes against humanity. And uh, actually, let's go ahead and just play some of the audio. and can comment as I'm we listen. in
4: charge of a committee, if we win the Senate, I will subpoena him. But I also will subpoena his records, whether or not he refuses to testify or not, because I think within those records holds the key to the origins of the virus. I do believe that there was a, an overt uh, attempt to cover up. I think that there was a, an organized attempt to cover up the origins of the virus amongst him and several of his colleagues.
1: That's uh, Rand Paul talking about, you know, uh, depending on how the election goes, when we have the authority to change up the rules of this committee, uh, you know, we're, we're going to compel Fauci to, te- to testify. Even if he doesn't testify, we're going to investigate and find out. Things like, you know, he, he receives money from pharmaceutical companies. He receives money. He's admitted that. But when asked under oath which pharmaceutical companies he receives money for, he refused to answer. Why do you think think that would be?
4: I think they talked about the possibility, and even in some of their emails there's some hint of this, that they say it would be damaging to their reputations and to the reputation of their organizations if it were found out that they funded research that caused this virus.
1: Well, you know, in this world, it's is it, uh, is it too? Be, I mean, is it really tinfoil hatty to conceive or think that Fauci, which we know, funneled money through a third organization, of another research organization, into the Wuhan lab specifically for gain of function research? We know that that's indisputable. Rand Paul has already found the uh, the emails. And uh, is it conceivable that you would create a virus intentionally to then make money off the vaccine?
4: And so I think there was then an organized cover-up to make sure that no one would ever discover the origins of this. But, you know, this is not without precedent. There's been at least 10 different leaks of viruses from labs, several of them in China.
6: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm uh you know and and china is involved why china why would china want to be involved in gain of function research that would uh eventually leak out we we know that while they were shutting down wuhan they were putting people on airplanes to new york whom they know had the virus if you remember at the time that was going on donald trump was involved in a successful tariff war with china uh, because financially we've been raked over the coals by China. And Donald Trump was bringing an end to that relationship and turning the tables on China. He was also working uh, with some of these other countries that are also engaged with China to get them to you know, remove their, change their tariff laws as well. Because Donald Trump had been saying for 20 years that China's a threat, and they are. So, China's getting their ass kicked by Donald Trump. Fauci, I guess, just isn't freaking rich enough. Boom, shakalaka. Out comes a virus from the Wuhan lab. Uh, Gain of function, meaning the uh, virus that usually only resides or lives in animals now can leap to humans because we messed with it. We altered it using money from you and I. Taxpayer dollars. And then he receives money. Allegedly, this is just my thought. He receives money from the sale of the vaccine. And as Rand Paul pointed out yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, he played some audio from, I believe, 2004. And we played it on Where and rima where uh, Fauci is saying he's asked about natural immunity. In other words, if you get a virus, then do you need vaccines or does your natural immunity uh, save the day? And he said, absolutely. Once you uh, achieve uh, uh, immunity, uh, natural immunity, it's the best thing you can have for any virus. And then when COVID came around, what was he saying? The exact freaking opposite. He's a villain. He's scum. He's up to this to his nostrils. And I think he ought to be in jail. And I don't think Rand Paul's going to let it go. Because you know what? Rand Paul is a doctor. And I know people say, well, he's just an eye doctor. Hey, he's still he's still an MD, man. He understands this stuff. And I don't think he's going to let this go. And I hope he doesn't. Because if what I just posited is true, then that means Anthony Fauci is one is not only a villain, he's one of the worst villains in human history. I mean, really think about it. <laughs> you go back; even Barack Obama didn't like gain-of-function research. That wouldn't allow for it, and he's a total scumbag. So you know, we can't let this go. Uh, millions of people lost their lives. Millions of others lost their livelihood, uh, lost their ability to provide for themselves, lost their careers. Uh, we screwed up an entire generation of kids by locking them down when it absolutely wasn't necessary. Suicide, drug abuse, domestic violence—you cannot let it go. And I think that man's guilty. I think that man's at the center of this whole freaking thing. Because you know what? If you plug in my theory, that's how you know that's how I work, right? You know, I, I look at something, and I say, well, what makes sense here? What makes sense here? What explains everything? And if you slide that theory in there, that he helped to create a virus, that he himself would then benefit from the sale of the vaccine, a lot of what he said and a lot of what he did during the COVID pandemic makes sense. It certainly makes sense from the Chinese perspective. So, there you go. (laughs) uh two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five uh when we come back uh what a scumbag hunter biden is in case you weren't aware of that uh that he's a really scummy guy and, and as i t- i haven't seen the movie yet if you've seen the robert Davey movie my son hunter i think on Breitbart, let me know uh if it feels good is what was it called my is the website MySonHunter.com. I haven't had a chance to buy it yet. I'd like to see it. Maybe this weekend if I get a chance. I don't know if I will this weekend. But uh, if you have seen it, uh, please let me know if it was good. I- I'm hearing great things about it. Not not from you know the elite media, not from the standard guys, but from people who are posting about having seen it. We'll take a break. at Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA.
0: Sean Rima 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
1: Why, hello there. Uh, five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Has ABC News really started two broadcasts, two news reports with a tennis guy retiring? You know, I, I know I'm not a tennis guy. It's not my racket. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you. Raccoons will kill you. Um, You know, I, I, uh, but really, with all that's going on in the world, we're kicking off a news report because some freaking tennis guy is retiring? Am I being a jerk? Which guy? I don't know. He sounds foreign. (laughs) He's got a foreign name. Roger Federer. Roger Federer. He's probably a communist. He's from Switzerland, I believe. See, told you. you. He's a communist.
2: No, man. Take no side at all.
1: I'm just saying. Well, that's true. <laughs> I'm just saying. And, and this this rail thing is not over. That that's bullcrap. That nothing has been settled. They haven't even voted on this deal. That's what we're hearing from inside the rail industry. So everything. And if 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 the railways shut down, food supplies get sparse. Energy, it affects every part of our life because most of the crap that you and I need to live our lives, guess what? It's moved around on trains. And they're starting off with this freaking tennis guy. Like, is that not like a first world problem? That What's his name again? Richard Roger, what? Roger. Roger Federer. Roger Federer is retiring? Oh, no. What shall we do? <laughs> Apart from all the Mexicans in Martha's Vineyard, they there, I guess maybe they're having a meltdown over this. What shall we do? He's retiring. Oh. Who cares? Who freaking cares, man? Eesh. Um, Hunter Biden. <laughs> God. You know, just uh 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 and again I, I asked this, and if you uh have seen my son Bunter uh Bunter. <laughs> That ought to be his name. Yeah. Bunter. B- <laughs> Bunter
3: Hayden When you need to score a run from third. <laughs> Bunter. Put in Bunter Biden.
1: There's another letter I can think of, too. So I'm no. a, I haven't seen it. So if you've seen it, let me know how, if it was any good. 210-599-5555. Just you know, imagine that if if Donald Trump Jr. was a crackhead, who <laughs> taped himself smoking crack, uh, was extremely wealthy through, you know, backdoor dealing. He's made the, uh, he's put on the, uh, the what is he, he was CEO or something of an energy company, yet he knows nothing about energy. His paintings, which are crap, sell for $75,000 a pop. And he's, oh, I mentioned he's a crackhead. And again, we're we're saying just imagine Donald Trump Jr. in this position, and he likes to get high on crack and have sex with prostitutes. He gets one pregnant. Four years ago, he nor his dad have ever met the kid, and now he's going into a courtroom with a with a lawyer from Texas of all places and arguing that his financial situation has changed and he he doesn't want to pay his child support. If Donald Trump Jr. did any of that. Oh, and by the way, he slept with his dead brother's widow. If Donald Trump Jr. did any of that, what do you think what what, what do you think would happen? Do, do you think there'd be some outrage? Do you think there'd be some coverage of it?
2: We wouldn't be talking about Roger Federer. We wouldn't be talking
1: about some freaking tennis player. Some cheese-eating tennis player from Switzerland. (laughs) We'd be talking about Donald Trump Jr. He'd be investigated for, you know, selling influence and access to the president. Uh, Certainly he would be. But Hunter Biden did everything I just told you. Hunter Biden is what I call a mollusk. He is scum. He is a bottom feeder. He he's fungus and nobody cares. He's the president's son and he gets a pass. Why do you think that is? 2105995555. Here's Alex. Alex, how you doing?
7: Rima. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> okay. So many, so many, so many, you know, subjects and too little times right. start at the top. Everything you said about Fauci is true, but it goes farther and way deeper than that. And this ain't a conspiracy theory because it all ties in together. FBI is behind all of this. They wanted Trump out. They figured out a plan, how to do it. They coordinated it and they put it all together with the willing Democrats right at their heels going, oh, that sounds like a... Freaking great idea. That'll give us everything we want. And you hit the nail on the head. It gave them everything they wanted. Right. I right. what it wanted, which is total control. Those guys, this crap I keep hearing, sorry, about how, how the rank and file are good guys. No, they're not. They took the same oath I took when I joined the service. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Protect and defense homeland against all enemies. Well, they know what they're doing are illegal acts. But they're doing them anyway, okay? To save their butt and their frickin' their pensions, that's mm. that's way low, dude. Okay, it all you put it all together and you look at where all the lines connect, and it makes too much sense.
1: Well, the it FBI does. Behind- you know, it it really does, and or deep the you know, FBI, the deep state, you know, whatever yeah. we want to call it, but the FBI, yeah. I'm I'm this thing with Mike Lindell has really kind of opened up my eyes about the FBI. Uh, oh yeah. You know, it, it really has.
7: Well, so. I mean, you look at all. OK, so Hillary Clinton, they knew they knew all of that.
6: Okay? Yeah, of course they, they had knew, to. Have.
7: They, gave, they gave them immunity before they ever even interviewed her staff or her. Right. They let them destroy all of the devices. They let them destroy evidence. Then they gave them immunity. Yep. Now, why would you do that? If you're the premier criminal, you know, investigative arm of our government, Right. Why would you say, "Go ahead and destroy everything before we talk to you," so that then we have no evidence that we can trace? But you. yet they and box exactly they,
1: they that's box that's Lindell in at the Hardys and demand his phone.
7: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, I- I gotta go, man. I agree, but the, thank you for All the right. call, brother. Yeah, it, it stinks to high heaven. So they've been protecting Hunter. Uh, they allowed uh, Hillary Clinton again, as as Alex pointed out, to destroy evidence that she had classified and secret uh, emails. The the do you know the FBI, which prides itself on being the world's premier investigative body or agency on planet Earth? They they claim they don't know where Hunter Biden's laptop is. They it's just gone. It's gone. And yet there they are, boxing in a guy like Mike Lindell, who's committed no crime other than stating certain opinions and being active on those opinions. He took his phone, man. It's bad news. Here's Brad. Brad, how you doing?
8: Hey, man. Uh, yeah, I'm not anti-law enforcement. I have a nephew who's in New York uh, Police Department.
2: No, I'm not either.
0: But yeah,
8: it, it, What really irks me, though... Say all you want about J. Edgar Hoover. I know he has a long, five-mile-long list of faults, but all kinds of politicians, presidents – I mean, he served them six or seven presidents. They all approached him and said, hey, I need you to use the FBI to go after these guys. These are my political enemies. Right. I, here's my enemies list. And he said, no, I'm not going to do it. That's not in our wheelhouse. That's not what we're about. That's not we were, what we're created to do, created for. And he stood down. He looked those guys in the way, in the eye and said, no, I'm not going to do it. And today's FBI is entirely too subservient uh, to a president. You know, yeah, you just pointed out how uh, they've gone after this guy, Lindell. There was this guy named Roger Stone. He was an elderly oh, man, yeah. and they send, like, commando right. SWAT team guys to arrest an old dude, an old dude who's not a threat to anybody, and yet they let people violently – Riot and burn down cities and stuff with minimal police protector, minimal police intervention. It just really irks me, man. Well, and I, and I, I, I think,
1: yeah, I appreciate. i good. The thing about J. Edgar Hoover, I, I've done a little reading on him, though. You know, he, he actually was the most powerful person in D.C. and in the country at that point. Um, presidents were subservient to him because he had a file on them. Uh, J. Edgar Hoover was a very strange man. Uh, Who wielded a lot of power? Okay, he 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 wasn't afraid of presidents. Uh, And and, you know, as far as uh, J Edgar Hoover being a great guy, well, he and the Kennedys uh, were both concerned about Martin Luther King, and they had big files on him as well. So I'm not I'm not gonna I'm sorry I'm not gonna harken back to the golden era of 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 that guy. But as far as what's going on now. You know, I think it's plainly obvious that the FBI, either on their own accord, which I don't know if I believe, but as a tool for politicians like the president, I think it's precise in the Democratic Party. I think it's precisely what's going on. Mike Lindell, we'll play some of that audio when we get back, and we'll take a little break here. Uh, Who do we have? Uh, Aaron. uh, We'll take a quick one. Aaron, how you doing? Hey, um, if you got surrounded
9: by, and boxed in by unmarked cars and people wearing street clothes
1: uh in Texas, you might just get shot. <laughs> well, if they don't get those badges out quick enough. you might <laughs> yeah, that don't make no sense well, you know i I appreciate well, the call yeah, I appreciate yeah. the call man, but apparently you know he was demanding their badges, every single one of them had to show had to show him his badge their badges. Uh, in fact, we'll play some of that audio when we return. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA.
0: San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
1: Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? 22 minutes after 10. All right, I, 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 okay, I got it. Everybody thinks I'm a wimp because of the raccoon thing. I keep getting messages about raccoons, man. I just, you know.
3: So i was afraid of raccoons.
1: <laughs> Again, if you've never been attacked by a freaking raccoon, if you've never been swarmed by a group of street raccoons who have been eating high-protein, high-fiber dog food, you don't know what you're talking about. Here's Ann. Ann, how are you?
5: Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Good morning. <laughs> um everybody listening. Um we need we are in a Shadrach meet second moment. I agree. So if you don't know what it is, go read the Bible, please, Old Testament. Okay. Decide now who do you fear? Do you fear Mere, human beings, mere capital letters. Human beings, do you fear the Lord? The Lord is supposed to be with you. Okay, the feds, I don't care what title they are, I'm at home 24-7. i will be more than happy to meet with them. <laughs> you want to take my phone? I don't think so. My family and some of our friends will tell you. I've never had high blood pressure. Doctors can back me up. Everybody, family and friends. And right. you don't have, never had high blood pressure. cause it.
1: Yep. And others. I, I agree with everything you said, Ann. I got to go. Yeah. You know, uh, you got to have, if you're a person of faith, that's what's going to save you right now. You no, know, I'm I'm a person of faith. I believe in God. I believe in angels and demons and all that stuff. I believe Jesus was exactly who he said he was and did everything that they said he did. And uh, I I have a very simple prayer that I use. It's called the Jesus Prayer. I'm sure many of you have heard of it. And uh, I think, uh, actually, I think it came out of Egypt of all places, but uh, it was uh, the Jesus Prayer. It's very simple. It's very, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And I repeat that when I'm really, you know, when stuff's bothering me and, and I'm, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm really letting things get, because I, I, I've never, I never thought I would see these kinds of things to this extent going on in my country. These are dark times. And it can really push you down. It can really squeeze you, you know, if you let it. And... For me, and and it has me, I mean, I've, you know, had some issues, you know, you know, Uh, but uh, uh, that that little prayer is what I say in those moments, Lord Jesus Christ, son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Amen. Your faith will get you by. Your faith will get you through. God will get you through. And God will get us all through this, whatever this is. 210-599-5555. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Mike Lindell. Yeah, we, let's play a little of that audio if we could. Of Mike. Mike was on with Trey earlier this morning. My pillow guy. Uh, let's just take a listen to some of the things he was saying.
6: I I really believe it's a uh, you know they, they it's a shot over the bow to me to try and intimidate me maybe maybe stop me from trying to get rid of these voting machines, uh, but also to scare other people. I think. Uh, we had just done a nationwide thing to get what's called Cast Boat Records and we got over a thousand of them that hundred percent proved machine manipulation. And uh, uh and it's just the timing is very strange. Like one week later all of a sudden they're they're you know, attacking me in a hardy's and uh so I think that's I think that's part of it is so other people get, you know, look at you do this, you better look what we're gonna do to Mike Wendell, mm. you know.
1: And I think that's a lot of it. I think that's precisely what I think. Precisely what he just said. That's what's going on here. You, it's not about Mike Lindell. You know, it, in a sense, it's not about Trump and Mar-a-Lago. It's about you and me. And you, you hassle a guy like Mike Lindell, uh, who's you know a pretty prominent dude right now. Hell, I got one of his pillows. <laughs> And they're shaking him down at a drive-thru in a Hardee's in Minnesota. It sends a pretty chilling uh, statement to the rest of us, yeah? Uh, but I I ain't, I ain't going to let it bother me. I, it ain't bothering him. He's just going about his business, and that, so that's what we all have to do. Here's Richard. Richard, how you doing?
9: I'm doing well, sir. Good morning. Good morning. I, I just wanted to touch on, you know, last time I called in. You know, I said kind of what you said a minute ago. What's happening to this country? And like I told you guys before, it has to start with us. Because if we leave it up to the government, we're going to be in the same spot.
1: Well, they're the we ones orchestrating it. this stuff right now. I'm sorry. They're the ones. You're right. The government's the one. They're the ones who are orchestrating this stuff.
9: And and, and it's you know, as being a Hispanic man, I've seen a lot growing up. I'm being 58. I've seen it. And I've just seen the change in not only our, you know, in time, but just everybody's attitude. Mm. It's just like God does not exist anymore. I'm battling right now with my own demons. I got to wake up every day fighting this damn nightmare that we are walking in right now. And it scares the hell out of me. It really does, sir.
1: We're going to get through it, though, buddy. Brother, we're gonna get through oh, it, man. Yeah, you just you just trust yeah, in me, all right, and trust in God. We'll get through all this, all right. Yes, sir. All right, man. You have a blessed day. You know, seriously.
2: Lindell said something you might like, real quick. Let me hear
6: this. Um, you know, this is Nazi Germany. The guy goes, "Yeah, we're just we're just doing our job." I said, "Yeah, that's what the Gestapo said in Nazi Germany." Wow,
1: that's a, I heard that that's a hell of a statement. Because that's what a lot of people. do. It's like a, almost like a caveat that has to be thrown out there, right? Then ah rank and file FBI guys are good, you know they're not, you know, and again I am pro law enforcement. Don't get, but I separate FBI out from from law enforcement. They're an investigative agency. Law enforcement, your your beat cops and your traffic cops and your uh, folks who wear the blue, they're going out there every day and putting their lives on the line with every interaction they have with every human being. The FBI is a government body. It's different, and he's right. You know these these agents are deciding to follow these orders, and hassle uh, a and intimidate a guy who hasn't done anything wrong, except voice his opinions. You think about that crap for a little while. All right, gotta take a break. Um, let me tell you about my friends at Stevens Roofing. I'll be talking to them very very soon because well, we need a new roof. And uh, I I tell you, I've been saying that, you know, with the the triple digit weather combined with a lot of the rain we've had can really do a number on your roof. And apparently that's what's happened to our roof. We were moving some some stuff in and out of the garage and somebody hit a ladder up against the the top of the roof and it just crinkled like paper. So what Stevens Roofing wants to do for you, and I, I love these people, they're a family owned business, they're your local roofer, they're licensed with the city of San Antonio. Is they want to just come out to your place and take a look at your roof? They just want to give you a full inspection. That way, they can tell you uh, with their expertise if there's anything wrong with your roof or if there isn't. And if your roof is fine, that that's, you know they'll they'll say goodbye and and that's it. But if you do have an issue, uh, then you really need to know about it before it becomes a, a much worse problem. And so that begins with getting in touch with Stevens Roofing and just have them come out and do that free inspection for you. The phone number is seven eight five zero nine nine four, And the uh, website, you can check them out there, Stevensroofing.net.
0: Celebrating 100 years of service.
6: 55 KTSA.
0: <laughs>
1: The catchy little tune. I love the music on this show, man. Thank you, James stock 550 KTSA. Well, we have Georgia Democrat Representative Hank Johnson back in the news. He uh, is on the House Committee of the Judiciary. Uh. To discuss uh, Resolution 1238, which requests uh, President Biden provide certain documents to the House of Representatives relating to the October 4th, 2021 memorandum, memorandum issued by the Attorney General entitled Partnership Among Federal, State, Local, Tribal, and Territorial Law Enforcement to address threats against school administrators, board members, teachers, and staff. You remember this. Yeah, had the uh, National School Board Association, the NSBA, last October. Uh, argue, well, the top soil explanation is that they had crafted a letter saying that parents showing up at school board meetings was domestic terrorism. And uh, the acclaim the at first was that the White House had nothing to do with this. Merrick Garland had nothing to do with this. The, the association sent Merrick Garland, your attorney general, and one of the most unimpressive human beings uh, to ever work in, in government, sent him a letter saying that uh, you know teachers are being threatened, school board members are being threatened. And what we found out is that, well, actually Merrick Garland and the White House helped craft the letter itself. To again target parents who have an issue with all this sex stuff and gender stuff and CRT stuff being taught to their kids, they're now domestic terrorists. And so, uh, Representative Hank Johnson, uh, during this, uh, this, uh, this committee, House committee yesterday said, started linking mega extremists who show up to school board meetings with the insurrectionists of January 6th. January 6th, 2021 will never be forgotten. An infamous day in American history. MAGA Republicans descended upon... Now, this is what the man said. MAGA Republicans descended upon the Capitol, engaged in, in an insurrection. They occupied the Capitol. Five people were killed. I only remember one person being killed. She was killed by by a, a, a Capitol police officer. Hundreds injured, including hundreds of Capitol Hill police officers attacked and bludgeoned. Holy crap, that didn't happen! That's an outright freaking lie, man. It was a day that we'll never forget. And people on the local level that affected school board meetings, they won't forget the MAGA Republicans descending on their school board meetings after January 6th, like January 6th, disrupting meetings. Oh, sit down, dude. You also thought Guam was going to tip over. (laughs) Remember that? You remember that, guys? You thought Guam... I should have, if I'd have thought about it, I got, I had to get that that audio. He, he, this is in 2010. He was talking about military buildup on Guam. My fear is the whole island will become so overly populated that it will tip over and capsize. <laughs> Ooh, uh, he was talking to Admiral Robert Willard, head of the U.S. Pacific Fleet, who responded, uh, "We don't anticipate that <laughs> islands, dude, islands to start little floaty things. Okay, that's bob around like a, like a kayak, you know, in the middle of the ocean. There's like more island beneath the waterline. Don Morgan, don't you ever worry that." If everybody on Honolulu were to run to one side, that damn thing might just tipple. Mm, I can't say that's ever
3: crossed my mind. (laughs) You got the Uh, idea? I'm quite sure it's not a lily pad.
1: It's It's, It's true. Wait a minute, wait a minute. (laughs) Now this cracker-ass cracker is making fun of me. Well, you said an island was going to tip over. My fear is that it will be so popular populated tip over and this guy is claiming now that hundreds of capital police were bludgeoned and attacked on january 6th i don't know where he get the five people dying part I, I don't i don't remember that at all Ugh. the bullcrap you know, and and the thing about a lot of and you know, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Like I I tend to have a very low opinion of politicians. I'm not a fan. I'm just not. <laughs> Cuz most of them are scum. They they just really are. What? What are you laughing I'm at?
2: I'm laughing at the the accent of the the impersonation you have <laughs> and it reminded me of this.
6: what's that from <laughs> that old brother where yeah yeah
1: okay <laughs> is you or is, is you ain't my constituents I love that movie that's a funny movie
2: but it's the crazy. the Georgia guy
1: or Hank well,
2: uh, yeah that's he reminds me of this type of politician
1: right now is it true or is it not true that if everybody would to run to one side of an island that it just might capsize (laughs) (laughs) or am I just a dumbass (laughs) now that man on the radio talking smack about me he's obviously a racist (laughs) he's obviously a racist and he probably hates Little boys that just like girls, too. <laughs> Do you know that if a woman gets breast implants that are too large that she may also capsize? <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You're so
3: stupid. What are you doing? <laughs> what I'm
1: concerned about as far as going back to the moon. Oh, God. Now, we already put some robots and crap on Mars, right? Now, if we put too much up there, is it not possible that Mars may just fall out of the sky underneath the weight of it all?
3: Like one of them Blinko chips on The Price is Right. (laughs) Just fall down out of the sky.
1: Just fall down out of the sky. And
3: we stand there and listen to the whistle as it zips through the universe.
1: And then what if Mars were to land on Guam? (laughs) And if Mars was a little off-center, could it not flip Mars like a half dollar through the sky? I'm a U.S. representative. <laughs> I make important decisions for people.
3: Unless we can hook up a giant switch to Guam, we press the button like like one of those pinball machine paddles. Knock it back up into outer space. Knock it,
1: knock it, back, knock it back up into space. Should Do you think it's feasible that maybe what we ought to do with Guam is just shoot it up into space? Then we don't have to worry about it capsizing no more. Now, if a million MAGA Republicans and racists who also don't think much of little boys dressing like girls, as God intended, would have run from one side of Guam to the other, they might capsize it on purpose. Because there's a lot of people of color on is Guam. You is you is? you ain't my baby? 210 599 5555 and Sean on Newstock 550 KTSA. Yeah, man. Newstock 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Really, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing, I was talking to my daughter last night, because he's big, we're both big film fans, and we're both artsy, you know, artsy-fartsy, and uh, I keep seeing a lot of talk about Brendan Fraser and this movie, The Whale, and uh, he's getting a lot of accolades for it. They haven't even dropped the trailer yet. I, I'm not sure when it comes out. <clears throat> Uh, it's based on, I didn't even know this either, but it's based on a stage play, uh, about a man who is morbidly obese with Brendan Fraser, who hasn't done a movie in about 10 years, uh, playing a man who weighs 600 pounds and, uh, he, you know, he, you you've probably seen the video now where they showed it at the Venice Film Festival, and he uh, he got like a six minute standing ovation. Well, now some people are coming out and saying, "No, you know what? If you're fat, you probably shouldn't watch it."
2: <laughs> uh oh,
1: I'm so, you couldn't see this coming, huh?
2: Yeah, we go. Maybe we should ask the uh, Trump Eight Ball.
1: Oh God. <laughs> Maybe we will, hang on, because he wears a fat suit. I mean, he's, he's put on some weight anyway since he's gotten older, but he puts on a fat suit. Film critic Katie Rife. I can't recommend in good conscience that fat people watch The Whale. I can't recommend that skinny people watch it either, since it reinforces the notion that fat people are objects of pity who have brought their suffering upon themselves through lack of coping skills. Oh, would you get a grip on yourself? So what about my 600-pound life
2: that I see on TV all the time? <laughs> right. Why isn't she talking about
1: that? Because she's an idiot. Because she's, she's one of these people. Because that, everybody's talking about the whale now. And there's always got to be a Debbie Downer. Yeah, if she was
2: really concerned, she would have had mm-hmm. an article about the My 600-Pound Life.
1: Yeah, exactly. She says you could tell that no actually fat people. Were, and I, I guess fat's the word you use now, huh? I thought fat was insulting. You can tell that no actually fat people were involved in the production because of a major plot point. Where the protagonist is dying but refuses to go to the hospital. Even though he has the money to pay the what? The hell's that? The movie treats this as a combination of selflessness and suicidality, never considering the very obvious reason why a six hundred and fifty-pound person would avoid doctors. It's in all caps, it's called medical fat phobia, you absolute blanks. Oh, holy God. <laughs> What is it with this offended thing, you know? People just need to be freaking offended. It's so pathetic after a while. Trump 8-Ball, do
2: you think this author is fat?
4: I don't think it's going (laughs) to (laughs) happen.
1: It's called medical fat phobia. There is nothing healthy about weighing 600 pounds. I knew a guy, he's dead now because he died of a massive heart attack. And he weighed upwards of six, five or six hundred pounds. His life sucked, man. It was miserable. I'm just being honest with you. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't drive. Suffered a lot of depression. He was a great broadcaster, you know. But he had to get rides to work every day. I mean, you know, it, it was it was it was a tough life for him. So, you know, everybody just needs to feel great about themselves, about everything all the time is what I'm so sick of, you know? It's just, it's so tiresome, man. It really, really, and and the outrage trip. You know why people love being outraged? Because then they're the smartest person in the room, aren't they? (laughs) I know what you should be, I know what you should be angry about i know what you should be offended about fat medical fat phobia wow my ass is pretty fat when i went into the hospital <laughs> that was the last damn thing i was worried about to be honest with you <laughs> i didn't worry about that grab at all man Oh, nurses saw my fat naked ass for four months you know <laughs> that was that was the last thing i was worried about and now we have medical fat phobia oh okay So she says that, you know, it reinforces the notion that fat people are objects of pity while also saying that fat people are objects of pity. (laughs) Can you run that by me again? Does that make any damn sense to you? So in any event, I want to see the movie. I've heard great things about it. Uh, And we need, you know, people actually being artsy-fartsy and trying to make good movies again instead of the standard factory crap they pump out now. So, and, and and good on him, man. Good on that Brendan Fraser, because I guess he had a lot of issues, right? Didn't we talk about that the other day? That man. he had, he had a, he's had a bunch of issues, which is why he kind of disappeared for about 10 years. And uh, and this is pretty much his big comeback movie. And you, I don't know how you, anybody can watch that video of Brendan Fraser getting that six-minute standing ovation and not, you know, just lose it. It's beautiful to see the gratitude in his face. So anyway, I didn't mean to go on and on about The Whale, but I'm really looking forward to seeing it. I'm not sure when it comes out, though. when does it come out? It might be in December, I think. Oh, a nice holiday feel-good movie. <laughs> nice holiday feel-good right. movie. Hey, yeah. It reminds me of that Naked Gun movie where they're coming out laughing and the movie is Platoon. Remember that scene? <laughs> December 9th is when it comes out. December 9th. All right. Well, I want to go see it. All right, that's the show. Thank you, James. Thanks to uh, Elaine and Don and Trey. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.